0: And welcome back to another episode of the Accessible Technology podcast with me, Phoebe Slyle. This is a podcast all about the most accessible modern day technologies you can buy if you are a disabled person or you are a family member or friend of a disabled person. As well as telling you what technologies are the least accessible for disabled people to buy. And it's also sometimes the advice that I would give to technology companies that want to make their tech more accessible this is something that I have a personal interest in however because I can only use technology with a chopstick or a stylus in my mouth since I am paralyzed from the neck down and that's basically because the only bit of me that i have is my head but if that sounds like something that you or someone else would be into you can follow the podcast by searching for it on apple podcasts amazon music and spotify However, if you'd like to support the podcast and the content I produce in other ways, you can also support it by going over to the Facebook Now, buy me a coffee page, which is where you will be able to give me a one-time donation find exclusive episodes that aren't part of the podcast or check out a product that I will be releasing soon. In this episode, however, you're going to hear me reacting to the announcement that Final Cut and Logic Pro have finally made their way onto the iPad, although the main bit of audio that appears in this episode was recorded before these apps actually arrived. But here's some additional notes about the iPad versions of these apps before I get fully into the reaction. So both the Final Cut Pro App and Logic Pro App were announced by Apple's newsroom on the 9th of May 2023 and both have been redesigned so that they can be used with an all new touch interface that will allow you to use multi-touch as well. However, they both also come with a bunch of new features which and Final Cut Pro's case includes a jog wheel, the ability to navigate the magnetic timeline so you can move clips and make fast frame edits, live drawing, which means you can write and draw directly on top of video footage, as well as the ability to speed up footage if you use a magic keyboard. The ability to film more footage into your project access to multicam, video editing, color grading, the ability to use green screen backgrounds even if you don't have an actual green screen and more. Meanwhile Logic Pro gives you the ability to use Multi-touch gestures to play instruments, the ability to use pinch to zoom and swipe to scroll to get on the app, login tiles, the ability to use the built-in microphone on your iPad when recording your voice or the sounds of any instrument you have, while also making it more easy to make precise edits and to change track automation by just drawing on the chin with an Apple pencil or a stylus, like Final Cut Pro so for the iPad, but I'll so allows you to use the apple magic keyboard and a lot more as well but now let's jump straight into this announcement and my reaction to it having the ability to be able to make anything wherever we are especially us is the best thing for our workflow I was like, this is so cool. I threw a beat breaker on here and put it in halftime. Object, which is the falling pineapples, and added colorful backgrounds. And then I just drew a couple of words. It's really cool because it automatically animates, so I didn't have to put in hours of work to do it. You can film it straight into the project. Right, so overall, my thoughts. It's absolutely beautiful. Well, that final cut is coming to the iPad, but I am slightly disappointed that it is only coming to the iPad with an M1 or an M2 chip and everything that comes out after that. But on a slightly better note, I am slightly happier about Logic because... That is something that I've heard is going to be available on older iPads. So my 2018 one should be able to run it. As I said in my reaction to the DaVinci the Resolve news. And upcoming coming to iPad, I think it's something that I would like to rent in an M1 iPad or an M2 iPad to try. Out of the features that are being introduced to Final Cut for the iPad, I do think I like the idea of the scene remover and that's going to be so much more helpful when it comes to needing to add in backgrounds without having to use a green screen and I think it's great that third party content will be supported in the future. For the people who are like myself however and who have a 2018 iPad Pro, at least we do have other alternative apps that we can use. Defensive Resolve has just appeared a couple of months ago and I've been able to download it onto my iPad so that's at least something that we can get and Limer Fusion is also still a pretty good app that we can use so even if you can't afford to upgrade your older iPad Pro to a new model or anything else or even though it in like we're still getting good apps so if you don't necessarily Want to use Final Cut for the iPad? Then yeah, we're still having good enough apps without upgrading. The only thing that I sort of do agree is slightly disappointing is that users are going to have to pay a subscription service, and that's for for ninety nine a month or about thirty pound. Yeah. The only thing I'll say in relation to this is keep in mind that Final Cut for a Mac, yes, is a 300-something payment, but it's a one-time payment. So does that really make sense on Babble's part two? make it a subscription service when the Mac version is a one-time payment. It wouldn't bring me off it completely. However, on another note, I am really happy that Logic is really bringing in a really creative interface, so we'll be able to mess around with instruments and everything else and use styluses to scroll through although i just hope that it isn't just limited to an apple pencil because i have been advised not to use the apple pencil but enough about my thoughts let me ask what are your thoughts and opinions on final cut pro and logic pro coming to the ipad have you tried either of them Yes, and what have your experiences trying them out been like? Is there anything in particular that you like or dislike? Well, if you would like to pass on some of your thoughts, you can include them, and I will very well. You're listening to this podcast as well as via the contact pages over on my vltech.co.uk website or on my other website babynow.com if you're interested in watching my other videos that cover accessible tech you can find them by searching for PL Tech Reviews on YouTube, but if you would also like to see a couple of my accessible tourism reviews as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos, you can also find all of them by Searching interest for Feed slow Journalism on YouTube. However, if you would also prefer a video free version of everything that is covered on the Feed Sell Journalist YouTube channel, you can find all of them covered in. Podcast form by just searching for the Thieves Now podcast on, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, Google Podcasts and Spotify. But of course, there is also the My a Coffee page again, and that's where you'll be able to find some exclusive episodes of this podcast that aren't actually part of it. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to give me a one-time donation. I have to say, I am just returning to the topic of today's episode. Wow, I did sign up to Logic Pro. For the iPad, I didn't really have a good experience of all the first time I opened it because I couldn't insert anything from my hard drive and it was also quite difficult to get wrong. But I might try it all again soon in the near future scan and see if I can do a more in-depth review of it. So hopefully that comes sooner rather than later. In the next episode, you're going to hear me reacting to everything that Apple announced at WWDC23. And that will then be covered by me giving a more in-depth view on one of the devices that was announced during the conference this year. But then after that, I'll be giving you part two of my review on my customised VSI and yep that'll be you all up to date with the content of the youtube channel at that time so yep we can move forward at a more balanced pace from then on i plan to update this podcast three times a week but honestly That could change at any time because I'm trying to hold on some journalism work as well at the minute. And I might be getting a wee bit more work in the next few weeks or months. Although I'll try to keep the podcast as regular as I can if I do have to make any. Chances. So fingers crossed. If you would like to support me on my socials, you can do so by searching for at feeps now on Twitter or X as it is known as, and my Instagram handle is the real feeps now, and all small letters. However, you can also follow the FAPE's Cloud Tech Reviews website by searching for it on WordPress. However, to follow it you will need to have a WordPress account, blog or business so that might not be the easiest for you. if you would like another way of getting in touch and showing your support you can do so really just by following along with this podcast or the youtube channel thanks for listening and i'll talk to you on the next one bye